0: So we're all sick of COVID, 2020 is gone, we're into a new year 2021, but how did the hospitality sector on the Costa del Sol fare amidst this global pandemic? With me today I'm delighted to have Ferre Gonzalez who's the Chief Executive Officer of uh, Sala Group Holdings. So, amidst your portfolio, you have obviously the very famous venue in Puerto Bonus La Sala, you have Sala Beach Club, um, two sort of beacons of the coast, really, in terms of the hospitality industry. People know them, uh, they party there, they, they have celebrations there. So, I thought I'd, I'd drag you in, be trying to get, get hold of you to, uh, to spill the beans, really, on, on what your year was like during this. I mean, we're nearly coming up to a 12 month, uh, 12 months of this, of this global pandemic. And we know that the hospitality industry worldwide has been hammered because of this this uh, this pandemic. The Spanish have changed the rules every seems to be every day with who can come in, who can go out, what times you're allowed to open. I would imagine you don't even want to talk about it. Has it been bad? It's been uh, rather
1: unpleasant. Yeah. I think <laughs> Challenging. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, both financially and on uh, personal and personally, everything. Um, we Last year we lost about 75% of our turnover wow. uh, for the whole year, um, which for us is rather painful because we, we have a rather large structure of people. You have a lot of staff I guess as well. We have yeah. a lot of staff. Our peak uh, at the high season is normally 250. Wow. Staff. Okay. Uh, most
0: of those people will have to put obviously on furlough. Um, and, and were uh, you getting help from the government then because I know in, in the UK for instance people you know businesses could apply for that and, and effectively staff could stay at home and earn I think 80% of their, their, their wages. Yes. Was there a similar scheme in place yes, here? Yes.
1: Here we have three levels of help. One was okay. from the central government if yep. you like which we have a state-backed loans, their famous ECOs they're yep. calling in Spanish. We had that, the furlough scheme, in which between 80 and 75%, depending on because they keep changing it, you get a a reduction in in your social security of the people you have in furlough. At regional level, because we also have the regional in Seville, that controls Mm. all of Andalusia, we also have some um, state-backed, regional-backed loans. And then at local level, the Marbella town hall also did some small okay. initiatives, like okay. they allow you to use extra capacity, this and that. So, okay. all in all, it, listen, it was less than what the UK government has done, mm-hmm. but it was some, it was some, some level of help. In, in, um, just to give you some figures, in, in Costa del Sol, we normally get about thirteen million tourists yeah. every year. Yeah. After those, the biggest group is obviously the British. Uh, it's about three million which right. represents 30% of all the arrivals into Malaga Airport. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Last year we got 350,000. Oh, okay. So, so it's almost 90% yeah. drop. Yeah. Those 3 million tourists live on the coast every year 15 billion euros and you know mm. it was an 85-90% mm. mm. drop. So it was uh, it was catastrophic obviously so, because this area is mostly about tourism and real estate. So
0: how, how have businesses stayed afloat? I mean I was in Marbella Old Town the other day and it was quite depressing because a lot of units are just locked up, boarded up, but, but I said to my friend who I was with, I said that there'll be companies that come in and replace these, you know, it's, it's not the end of the road for those units because the good times are ahead, it's yes. just bad timing, yep. you know, and, yep. and maybe someone will open up and make a, a fortune yep. and make a great success of, of a space, but I, I mean, uh, how, how are businesses clinging on, particularly in this sector? You know, it's going out. It's entertainment. It's food and drink. It's night time, and you know, it's it's a a bar club environment. How the heck? Very
1: for someone like us, uh, because eighty percent of our turnover is after six o'clock in the evening. Wow! Um, And at the moment, our closing time is six o'clock in the evening. (laughs) So, so it was uh, in 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 the whole of Spain, about twenty percent of all hospitality places have closed down forever. 20 percent. So there's about 315,000 hospitality businesses in Spain, out of those 100,000 have closed and permanently about 65,000 that never will reopen according to the the official figures. Now obviously some people will come and pick those up as an opportunity in the future, there's a premise there with furniture, a bar, a restaurant, so there will be opportunities for sure. It's just a painful moment of, you know, mm. having to close 20% of the hospitality and, sector. and it's a
0: shame, isn't it? Because those 20% might not be bad businesses. They might be no, great businesses, but no, just haven't got the cash no, flow no, or, no. Or, or the foresight or the business acumen to, to see it through. Because what I, what I love about uh, La Sala is that, I mean, crikey, of the last year. I guess you've had to reinvent yourself so many times into a lunchtime yeah. venue, an evening yeah. venue, an a, a after-work venue, and you're very good, I think, at, at, at keeping people informed keeping your I mean I get emails from you guys and I, I actually because I pass your venue quite a lot in the around the sea it's quite a prominent position mm-hmm. isn't it I have seen it open more often than not it's 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 always open when it can be I think and I always feel that I should reward those places with my with my custom so when we are allowed to go out again the first place I would probably choose is somewhere like La Salle where I know there's gonna be a good atmosphere um, and I know that they've really worked hard to keep things moving Um, Because I think a lot of people have given up,
1: which is easy to do. I'm not saying, you know, but... Yeah, it's the easiest solution to to shut the the place down. It's also cheaper. Uh, For us, it's cheaper to be closed at the moment than to be open. Yeah, But it's like you said, we have a brand we want to protect. We worked very hard for
0: 12 years to build. Um, and then people form different habits, don't they? Because if yeah. you shut your doors yeah. for three months yeah. or six months, then people start going somewhere yeah. else. Yes. It might not be as good, yeah. might not be as popular, but then it's hard to get them out of that correct that habit, correct. isn't it? Correct. It's been it's been tough
1: we we made the decision the conscious decision to stay mm. open to mm. for that because we do have a, a very loyal following mm. of people mm. um as you say, we have to adapt our offering, so less less of the evening stuff and more lunches and th- more spanish people more locals so all of that has been it's been a fantastic painful a fantastic exercise to to adapt the business to that. I, w- I was
0: going to ask sort of has your customer changed your typical customer because um i for instance i've never been to la sala for lunch for me, it's always been a, a sort of evening venue, like a, maybe an early evening venue, because I'm a bit old, um, you know, before it gets a bit leery. So, uh, so uh, but I, I guess you, know, you haven't got those tourists coming, you haven't got the, yeah. um, you know, the golfers, you haven't got gangs of people who want a good night out. You've got old folks like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wanting to come and have a steak dinner. Oh god, it's been there's, there's, there's been a change. You can't sure. dance, no, no. you know, the, so yeah, it's no. hard to get the atmosphere, no, isn't it? No, no people really, we've had
1: to put up some stickers saying please do not dance because you know, when people have a couple of drinks and even if it's not at night and you know, it's, it's very difficult to, to ask people not to dance in the Sala but it is has been a change, it's been a change of, you know, uh, the the profile of the age of, of the client is pretty much the same that hasn't yeah. changed because the average uh, age in la sala uh, was about it's always been about 45 47. oh really okay so, you know, so yeah that's, uh, so I'm that's i'm only the, a few we, years we old are, now, we okay, are we are that's, that that's fine sure. that's no problem <laughs> <yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> <laughs> and then a lot more lunches and, and and just different different vibe because as you say people cannot
0: you know and people don't. want to be with people i know maybe it's not what you should be doing at the moment but you know, if you're going to go out once a month, you know, if you're allowed out, you, you want there to be a nice atmosphere. You don't want to dine in an empty restaurant. You want there to be a little bit of music. You want to be with your friends, even if it's yeah. socially distanced. Yeah. And I think that's what you've done well, is that you've kind of adapted and and, and it, it is the place. And as you say, because you, you're, you're visible, you kind of drive past and think, oh, there's a few people in there. Yeah. That might be a place to go. And it's
1: kind we we have people who we have appointed specifically to control the venue, you know, the distances, yeah. the masks, the, the people not dancing because it's, you know, <laughs> the, the business, you know, otherwise it isn't there because the, the potential uh, fines, if you don't comply, understandably so, because it's yeah. a health uh, hazard, yeah. uh, massive, are quite yeah. substantial. So, you know, you have to be completely diligent. I know there are some other venues, uh, not here, that do take liberties, but we, we think, we don't think it's worth it because no. otherwise also it makes sense what we have to do because it's to protect everyone it's just not to you know
0: i think that's what people want isn't it they want a little bit of freedom and and leisure time but they want it to be safe Correct. um and i remember it's bizarre because the the last night before this pandemic uh, lockdown started back in march i spent in la sala because i felt it might be my last night ever <laughs> <laughs> um and then the first night back I, I walked into the cellar. First thing was like temperature test. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! You know, mask on, temperature test. So it, it, it has been very well, uh, well pleased. What do you guys? I mean, obviously you've probably got daily meetings at the moment about where this is heading as the, the the goalposts keep keep changing. Um, when do you think we're going to see some sort of return to normality, Fede? Have you guys got a date in your diary in a red?
1: Pen? Uh, uh, yeah, I've got a date in my mind, which hopefully will be May. Okay, okay, May, but. but... You know, we, as you say, we manage the business now almost on a daily basis, yeah, week to. on week, and every week there is a new announcement by the regional and central government, and yeah. normally they move the goalposts. So it's really oh, it's, it's going to
0: be. You know, you can't have chips with your steak and stuff like that, isn't it? Soon, it's
1: um they're going to probably clo- they're probably going to close us down in, on the on the interior from next week really? because yeah, in, yeah, in Marbella yeah. the cases are now going up yeah. after Christmas. Uh, is but. With everything together, uh, the vaccination uh, schedule that the Spanish government and the British particularly yeah. have, um, and what is happening at the moment, and we, the consensus is we are now reaching the the peak of the third wave, yes. and then from this moment we should start going should down. Get That's the theory, but you know, it, the other theory was this was supposed to last for three months, or it's going to be one and a half years. So uh, yeah, know. I I had in my mind when it all
0: started, I, I was saying six months. I thought October, November, and we'd be able to, you know, we'd be allowed out for Christmas, and and this this other wave has kind of hit us hard, isn't it? I'm I'm like you, I think quarter two. I think quarter one is going to be similar to quarter four last year. I think quarter two, we're going to start seeing planes flying again. I think you're probably going to need a vaccination card or something to get on a plane. Um, But I think that the the impression we get from our clients is that they just want to get out wherever they are, whether it's the UK or or France, they just want either a holiday or to move. (laughs) They just want to travel, they just had enough. And I think I agree because Yesterday I was watching uh, the
1: BBC News and these little mm. headlines that appear at the bottom there was one that said EasyJet holiday bookings up 250% for the summer. Yeah. So yeah. people, like I, said, I speak to a lot of people in the UK and Spain every day, and just some people have been badly affected. The, all the people whose businesses haven't been badly affected, the consequence of this is that they, they have saved a lot of money. Yeah, they have. Because so, <laughs> you so, can't spend it, can you? <laughs> So they want to go out as soon as possible
0: yeah. on, on a fantastic holiday Yeah, and make up for the fact that in 2020 no one had a holiday. It, so, it, it, it's absolutely... I mean, I'm, I'm the same. I want to go back to London and see people. And But I think what's going to happen here in terms of, of property uh, transactions and buyers is that people are going to just want to come here, they're all going to want to come at the same time, April, May, June. I think we're going to see a really busy summer as well. Yeah. Um, how are you guys kind of, like, I mean, are you able to cope? Because I, I think we're going to see a, a bit of a boom because everyone's going to want to be yeah. where the sun's shining. Yeah. Are yeah. you set up yeah. for that? Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
1: yes. yeah of course. It's, uh, <laughs> we need to make up a little bit for the 2020,
0: which was absolutely Painful, but yeah, we are,
1: you yeah. know.
0: And how do you do that? Do you increase your prices to, to cover some of the loss? Do you, I mean, are you the sort of business that makes, I don't know, 60%, 70% of your money in one month? Because a lot of, like, the Chiringuitos, for instance, they have, I think it's 80% of their revenue in two months, so that the rest of the time it doesn't really matter to them if they've got people coming in. I'm guessing you're more of a year round place, but that you still make the majority of money in the summer. Yeah, yeah, that's accurate. I mean,
1: um, La Sala, the, the two biggest months in terms of sales are actually May and September. Oh, really? Because during July, June, July, August, people tend to gravitate towards the, towards the beach. Towards yeah, the beach okay, eaters. The okay. And there's more uh, competition, I guess, as well. Competition. Yeah, La Sala yeah. makes money all year, but yes. obviously it's highest in May, September and in the wow. middle of the summer. So, oh, okay, okay. Because Marbella in itself is seasonal, you know, yeah. it's just, you know yeah. from, from March, from Easter to September is where most people come here. Right, and okay. most of the three million British tourists that land in Malaga every year, a lot of them or most of them come to Marbella. So, yeah, and, and that's just from the
0: summer. So, very interesting. Um, have you any new ideas that you can share with us, or anything that you're planning for for when people are able to get back, or is it just more of the same? Stick to the winning formula. Yeah, and do it slightly better if you can.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, listen. We, we, as a business, we. We are proud that since we opened 12 years ago, every year we've done a little bit better than the previous Mm -hmm. one. Mm the old say if it's not broken don't fix it there is nothing in our eyes we need to we we always strive to improve every year we have a very active marketing department yeah that comes up with new initiatives you know there's we spend a lot of money on marketing we spend a lot of money on entertainment mm. we have live music every day mm-hmm. um and we have a big group of people that cost us a lot of money yeah. that no one can see but that made the business together with everyone in the venues what it is today yeah. so which yeah. is yeah. as you said it's just sticking to the same formula and keep improving Every, every year.
0: Very good. Um, this wasn't meant to be a, a, an advert for La Salle by the way but I, I will say that every time I've been there since the start of the pandemic I felt well entertained and well looked after. Thank um, you. So, so credit to you for, for creating that environment where people feel safe but also happy. Thank you. Uh, and I, I wish you all the success in the world and I'm looking forward to Dancing and drinking and eating in the Sala again with my with my friends, uh, whenever that may be, hopefully, as you say, May, June time. Um, but thank you for coming in and just just giving us a, a snapshot from your perspective. I know you're, you're very open and honest, Guy, about the, the troubles that you've had in the last year and, and the plans afoot for uh, for 2021. So thank you, Freddie. My pleasure. Thank you very much.